are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material. And before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at ComBank and today I've got Stephen Halmerick, our Chief Economist. Stephen, good to have you on. Hi Belinda, good to be here. Now you're backing up after our budget podcast last week and the reason for that is it's the third Tuesday of the month so we're going to talk about the CBA Household Spending Intention Series. Yes, it's been a busy uh, couple of weeks, a budget last week and the Household spending intentions this week, so yeah, plenty of great data for us to have a look at. Now, like with all other economic data at the moment, we are seeing some pretty big base effects given 12 months ago, we really saw the worst of the COVID-19 restrictions here in Australia. So how is the data looking uh, at the moment? Yeah, well, that's right. We In the household spending intentions, we compare each month to the same month of the previous year. So April this year looks amazing. Uh, yeah, basically incredibly strong because April last year was actually the low point in spending in the economy as we really got into the first phase of the significant lockdowns on COVID-19. So across all seven spending categories, we're up uh, pretty substantially, some you know massively compared to April last year. Mm. But that, that really shouldn't come as a surprise. Uh, it, it does show continued improvement in the economy, but we have taken some time in this report to compare what's happened in April 2021 to April 2019. Which is similar to what we're doing with our weekly CBA credit and debit card spending data as well. Because we're, we're thinking 2019 was a relatively average or normal year mm. for the Australian economy, so we are comparing the data back to 2019. Yeah, Exactly. So if we go through each of the seven mm. categories, um, we'll, we'll start with home buying because uh, there's always a lot, of, a lot of attention on home buying. And a lot of interest. A lot of interest. Um, so home buying spending intentions are up April 2021 relative to last year, uh, but also they're up relative to 2019. Mm. And if we think about what's happened uh, to interest rates since 2019, they're down a long way. And that's really encouraged a lot of home buying activity. So the home buying spending intentions you know, up uh, quite noticeably compared to last year, but still up versus 2019 as well. And we've seen that in terms of lending data as well. So lending to own occupiers at a record high level, investors are coming back in, first home buyers also are showing very strong interest in the property market as well. Turning to retail spending now, and this is probably one that looks quite interesting both compared to 2020, but also 2019 as well. Yeah, it does. So April 2021, retail spending intentions up uh, pretty sharply, but they were down uh, quite noticeably in March. Mm. Um, so again, this is compared to the last year. March last year, retail sales uh, were very strong. Yes. As people kind of rushed to the shops as the lockdowns uh, were coming. And then uh, April last year, retail sales were a little bit softer. So April this year looks strong compared to April 2020. Uh, but retail spending is actually also stronger than April 2019. So further evidence really of an underlying strength in the Aussie consumer 
you know, coming back from uh, the COVID-19 recession last year. I did find it interesting in your report, though, where you do look at some of the things that are down in April 2021 compared to April 2019. It's dry cleaning and laundry services, as yes. we're all working from home a little bit more. Maybe we're not using those services a bit more. And duty-free stores, obviously, with the borders closed. Yeah, And that correct. feeds in nicely to travel spending intentions. And there's some really interesting results going on there. Travel is up massively in April this year compared to last year. But again, that should come as no surprise no. because April last year we were all uh, bunkered down at home. Uh, but we can see that spending, uh, sorry, travel spending uh, this year is actually sort of lower mm. than April 2019. So I think that's really important. You know, the economy is opening up, uh, but we're still uh, lower than we were two years ago on, on travel spending intentions. And, of course, that relates to the particularly to international travel. So we've got big increases in things like people um, uh, getting camper vans and yeah. RV vehicles and going to um, motorhomes and trailer parks and campgrounds and things like that. And they're up even compared to 2019 as well. That's right. Yeah. So there's a switch in travel from, uh, I think, as we all know, from the, the international to more domestic travel and People are going to caravan and camping grounds a lot more than they used to, which kind of makes a lot of sense as well. And obviously relative to 2019, spending a lot less on airlines and cruises given really can't at the moment. Correct. Now, health and fitness spending intentions, they're up strongly compared to 2020 because of those base effects. But we are still seeing a lift there compared to April 2019. Yes, that's right. So health and fitness spending up compared to last year and 2019. And if we look at the breakdown there, there's uh, increased spending on things like sport apparel. So mm. we're all, you know, loading up on some more things for the gym. Instead uh, of dry cleaning. Yes, <laughs> perhaps so. But also things like dentists, um, nursing and personal care, bicycle shops still remains very strong, um, golf courses and uh, sporting goods stores. So that, that switch to perhaps more entertainment and a little bit more fitness activity yep. uh, is still there relative to last year and 2019. So that's pretty good to see. And entertainment spendings were certainly higher in April 2021 than both April 2020 and April 2019. Yes, that's right. So again, uh, entertainment spending intentions up really sharply compared to April last year. Again, no surprises. We were uh, all in the lockdown, but compared to 2019, still higher as well. So things like um, eating out and going to restaurants, fast food, you know, digitals, mm. books, movies and um, music are, are all up. And also, interestingly, bowling alleys uh, are up compared to not only last year, but 2019. So good to see a bit of activity there. Uh, but where we aren't seeing uh, spending up, we're actually seeing spending declines compared to April 29 in things like movie theatres, live theatres, uh, arcades and things like that. So certainly still some uh, reduced spending in those areas. Now, yes. education has also been, I guess more hard hit due to COVID-19 with the closure of borders, a lot of talk in the budget as well about the slow reopening of Australia's international borders and what that means for foreign students. We are seeing some impact in that particular category, aren't we? That's right. So if we look at the value of ed education spending, so this year was up uh, compared to last year, but not, not mm. hugely, uh, just a modest increase. And it's, it's pretty flat on April 2019, but there's a change in mix there. So there's a bit more spending on things like business schools, corresp correspondence schools and primary and secondary schools, but less spending on colleges, universities and trade and vocational. So a, a change in mix, hmm. but overall the value of education spending is pretty flat 
on where it was two years ago. And let's finish up with motor vehicle purchase intentions. Now, this one is quite interesting because generally we do see new car purchases tied with wealth and with the housing market lifting. You would expect to see a lift in spending on cars as well. What are we seeing in that category? Yeah, well, that's exactly what we're seeing. So uh, car or motor vehicle spending intentions have jumped uh, sharply higher uh, compared to April last year as well as mm. compared to April 2019. So as you correctly pointed out, uh, the lift in house prices, uh, very low interest rates, uh, usually see a big mm. pickup in motor vehicle sales and that's uh, definitely coming through in the data now. And we're actually seeing a lift in uh, borrowing for that particular item as well. Correct, that's right. Stephen, it's been great to get your insights on what's happening in the CBA Household Spending Intention Series. We'll touch base again in a month. Great. Thanks very much, Belinda. Now, you can read Stephen Halmerick's report on the CBA Household Spending Intentions, which was published on the 18th of May 2021 on au. And the data used in the Commonwealth Bank Household Spending Intention Series is a combination of the CBA data and publicly available Google Trends data. Where CBA data is cited, this refers to the bank proprietary data. As the statistics take into account only the bank's data, it may not reflect all trends in the market. All customer data used or represented is anonymised and aggregated before analysis and is used and disclosed in accordance with the group's privacy policy statement.